Welcome to What's Cooking Palm Beach with Chef David Pantone, Dean of the Lincoln Culinary Institute in West Palm Beach, also known as the Food Dude. Chef Pantone has been serving up amazing meals and desserts at some of the finest hotels and restaurants in New York City, Miami, and Palm Beach for most of his life. Now let's head into the kitchen with What's Cooking Palm Beach, presented by Lincoln Culinary Institute, a division of Lincoln College of Technology, sponsored in part by Duffy's Sports Grill. Welcome to What's Cooking Palm Beach here on News Radio 1290 WJNO. Joel Malkin here with uh, my friend and yours, uh, Chef David Pantone at Lincoln Culinary Institute, the dean over there. Good afternoon. Welcome to the kitchen. Yes, uh, welcome, welcome. And we have uh, we have a guest here, too. We're going to talk about all that. Um, and uh, we've got, to, oh, well, you know what? Why don't you tell us what this show's about and what we have coming up today? This show is simply about food. That's it. The beginning, the end, the alpha, the omega. It's about food, it's about healthy eating, it's about cooking, cooking techniques, it's about food trivia, food in the news, special events, superfoods. We'll have a nice special on superfoods every week. And uh, it's my world, right? Uh, food is everything to me. Food is art, it's science, it's culture, it's entertainment, and it's my passion. You know, I have to interrupt you here. Um, uh, Chrissy, our um, our AE, our can executive that uh, you know brought you on board, and we love Chrissy, um, I was I smelled something in here and I'm like what what is it ever since Chrissy came in and left and I thought it was maybe some of the food you brought in it's the coffee that Chrissy brought in this is strong coffee is it strong coffee my I'm oh you have Starbucks which is pretty strong and mine's a dark blend here it's very nice thank I know, it's you, very Chrissy. strong do you not smell that it's like I don't know what's I don't know maybe I've got dog senses and you're today. used to it from our coffee senses. show from a couple That's weeks right. ago yes yes and by the yeah. way you can always uh, check those shows out the podcast right at uh, chefpantone.com right you can and they're on iTunes download the podcast all right be cool. All right, and if you're ever you know listening to this show on uh, WJNO, or you just can't be by a radio, iHeartRadio app uh, for free, one o'clock on uh, Saturday afternoons here on WJNO, so you can check that out. Uh, WJNO on the iHeartRadio app, right? Exactly right. And you know our motto here, right? What you eat and what you drink has a direct effect on how you feel, how you act, how you sleep, and how you think. And yeah, they always said when we were kids, you, you are what you eat. Yeah, I think um, Hippocrates said that uh, 3,000 years ago. I think I'm a chicken McNugget at this point. <laughs> 2,000 years so, ago. So uh, as opposed to most shows where they go, well, here's what's coming up. You, we actually do it in menu form. So tell us what's on today's menu. I'll use like a maitre d' voice. about today on the menu, <laughs> our starters for our first course, we've prepared for you is superfood of the day. We're going to spin the big wheel of superfoods. I think Chef Parker, you look like a guy who works out a little bit there. You're feeling yes. strong enough to spin we the big wheel. We haven't introduced him yet. People oh. are going, Chef who? But uh, ah, we're going to tell you who that is in a second. That's called a teaser in the tease. business. Yes, yes, okay. yes. We'll move along to the uh, main course of the day. And this one is about restaurants and consistency in restaurants. Consistency builds loyalty. We've got a question from a listener. And that will be like our third course. We've got some uh, some really interesting food in the news and some interesting local events. Yeah, uh, I see the food in the news here. It's, it's, it's got to do with 3D printing, and that's all I'm saying for now because – How cool is that? 3D I, I, printing I honestly have food. No, yeah, I, I don't know how they're going to do that. That's weird. But uh, anyway, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get into all of that. Uh, um, let's go ahead and introduce uh, uh, Chef Parker here, Eric, Eric Parker with Duffy's. And, and uh, you're familiar uh, with, with Eric from a different setting. I do. Eric is one of our great graduates. He was an awesome student just a couple of years ago, huh? I'm at the school 23 years, Eric, so it kind of blends together. 1990, 90 was just like around the corner. Were you there? Yeah. You were there then? I though. was there. I started in 92, so you must have started before me. No, but. I think maybe it was in the early 90s, okay. right after you started. So I we're lost track of time. Old. We're also yes. old. We're losing track of time. Who knows? But it was good times. It's food, and uh, you were just a junior at that time, and you're an awesome senior now. Absolutely. Was well, a you're not a great senior. experience. Well, you're not a senior. He's a corporate executive okay, chef yeah, of yeah. Duffy's no, 28 restaurants. Season, yes. Okay, that's like Dean's List Senior. So, what, so, so do I call you chef? Do I call, well, I can't say chef because we already have one. Well, Eric we have two chefs, fine. but Eric I don't want to At the school, we have like 100 so Eric is chefs. Cool. Yeah, Eric's cool. I call you Mr. Parker. Absolutely, Eric's All right. cool. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, so as as corporate chef for, for Duffy's, what, what, do you, what does that mean? What do you do? Um, for the past 20 years, it started out, you know, basically um, with, Three restaurants and uh, grew to like Chef Pantone twenty eight. Now it's been um, moderate growth and That's crazy. Uh, and That's you know amazing. we focus on on food uh, food R and D safety development purchasing um, new stores uh, training execution um, you know 
focus on quality foods, um, so do you, supply do you, chain. Do you help create some of the menu items? All at of them, yeah, all of them. So I, I, kudos, by the way, and high five on the chicken <laughs> nice. parmesan. Because it's still oh, not great. an Thank Italian. You. I'm an, I'm, look, I'm, I'm Jewish, so you know I love Italian food probably more than Italians. <laughs> but uh, the, I, it's not an Italian restaurant, but I've got to tell you, it's better chicken parmesan than some Italian restaurants I've been to. Thank you very much. Mm. So it is It is really good. We it take really our time, good. you know, hopefully pound it out thin enough, and, you know. It's all good. It's, it's a whole package my friend i was gonna say i like how the you know the breading is is on there I, there's just something about the the breading and there's the way not it, too the way much works. breading no it's there's just the way just it's enough. yeah it's, it's crispy just, it's, it's, it's tender and juicy on the inside well, thank you yeah, my meal. youngest son that's his favorite of he'll order like four different things but that's his favorite of all time with duffy's is chicken parm and duffy's uh duffy's getting very busy right now with march madness going on i'm sure oh the hoopla begins yes our busiest month of the year, yeah. And so. of course, when you know, and then you have, uh, and then you have uh, Ryan Tannehill's wife, uh, Lauren, doing your, doing your. Uh, Lauren uh, was an intricate part of our our business model, you know, advertising and branding the concept uh, early on. You know, when we started with the Dolphins, that partnership. You could have got somebody uglier to do that job. I can tell you that right <laughs> like now. Like you, so. no. huh? What? I said like anybody. Really? Really? <laughs> Did you really, Chef? All right. So, uh, welcome to the show. We're going to talk Thank to you, you some much. more as the uh, as the show goes on. Um, but first, there's you see this big uh, this big uh, wheel of superfoods here. Absolutely. You're, you're, you're gonna, you look like a strapping young man. Uh, so we're going to have you spin it. But first, uh, Chef over here, Chef Pantone, that is. I'm so confusing when I have two chefs with me here. Uh, and some hell will always know that. Yes. At my school, we have so many chefs, <laughs> but you can tell by the tone of voice exactly which chef you're talking to. It's, well, it's if they're like talking to you, they're, you know, you know uh, kind of, they're nervous. Uh, well, you're the dean, after all, Lincoln Culinary Institute. Um, what? Uh, so tell us about superfoods. What are they? They're just simply foods that are super for you, Right. There's a, it's a big buzzword, superfoods. If you look on the internet, you'll find all different kinds of lists and all different kinds of definitions. So I have my own list. I like to feature something pretty wonderful every week on the show. And uh, to fit into the Chef Pantone superfood list, needs to have three requirements. One, nutrient-dense. So that means calorie for calorie. It's packed with vitamins or minerals or phytochemicals or omega-3 um, Acids, fatty acids, it's, it's something that's awesome for you. Compared to something maybe like a slice of white bread, pound for pound, calorie for calorie, that doesn't have much nutrient in it. So if you're going to eat, check it out. If you eat the superfood versus the white bread, you could probably twice as much, maybe three times as much calorie for calorie and, and feel better after. So. But, you know, peanut butter and jelly doesn't taste as good on, on uh, wheat bread as it does on white bread. <laughs> I'm the junk food eater of the group, or, or soybean oh, peanut it doesn't butter. Taste yeah. like soybean any, butter. It doesn't taste like anything on white bread. So you like nothing. <laughs> when I make it, it tastes really good. Let's just say that. So what if you made homemade peanut butter, homemade jelly on homemade bread? Well, you know, shout, out to, shout out to Whole Foods and the new one over at the uh, Palm Beach Outlet because they do the homemade peanut butter, fresh crushed churn it peanut out butter. Of course, I ruin it and get the the one with all the sugar in it. Well, but, that's uh, a, but you, you have know, choices. They have the cashew butter, too. And that's in America, cool. we like choices. That's, that's it. it. You've got to have your choices. Right, this isn't the medical show. This is the chef show. And, and our goal is to teach you something. Now you have the knowledge to do with it as you please. Use it or ignore it. That's all up to you. That's all cool. right. So we've got the uh, superfoods. Nutrient-dense, sure. available, and affordable. Right? I don't want to send you to China looking for some ginkgo berries that you can't find. <laughs> so it has to be all of the things on my list are going to be available at your local grocery store especially your Whole Foods store, your Publix, whatever mm-hmm. like that. So easy to get to. What do you think, Eric Parker? You feeling strong today? Feeling strong. All right, yeah. It's uh, Chef Parker over here from Duffy's uh, going to spin the wheel of uh, superfoods and find out where it lands. Here, here we, we go. go. Arugula. Arugula. All right. All right. Oh, I love that stuff. It's green. <laughs> yes. So that's and a lot bit on your... bitter and peppery. It's what? A bit bitter and peppery. Yeah, right? let's yeah. talk about arugula a little bit. Sometimes so it needs, needs a nice, dra- you know, to sweetness or, you know, something to cut that taste. <laughs> because I got a chef on the show. He already jumped to making it wonderful for you. So arugula also goes by the name of rocket or garden rocket. Never That's heard that. That's kind of cool. Translated from the Italian. On the superfood scale of zero to a thousand, I'm saying your white bread's about a number 0.05. Really? <laughs> Is it that bad? Come All on. right, get 0.06. There I'll are give grains you a- in it somewhere. 
All right. What's, Very what's good. The, what's the 604 arugula? 604 for arugula. Okay. Right? You can almost guess that because it's green. Really, in nature, anything that's brightly colored is going to be good for you or poisonous one way or the other. And they've, toned, they've toned it down over the years, the arugula as well, haven't they? It's a baby arugula now. Yeah. It used to be like 20 years ago. It was like sandy and big, long Thank you. And, and, and that time that was farmers, mm-hmm. people, because they pay by the weight, right? They right. get paid by the weight. If they grow big arugula... It uh, was going to be a little bitter, and maybe it's dirty. You can wash that off, but it, it wasn't so tasty. Baby arugula. Right. Almost everything nowadays is baby. baby. Baby means it's good marketing, but it's good too. Mm-hmm. So most of these plants, when they're young and tender, they're quite tasty. They're not always going to be sweet like candy, but they're going to have their real flavor to it. And uh, the arugula, when it's young and tender, it's still a little peppery. But most people like pepper. You sprinkle a little salt and pepper on your thing, so we're okay with pepper. Once it gets too old, then it gets uh, really peppery and even bitter. It goes from peppery to bitter. So we all want young, tender leaves. And uh, why is it a superfood? Really high in vitamin C, fantastically high. Vitamin K, good in potassium, right? All good things. Um, it's in the same family as your uh, some of your cruciferous. It's in the same family with uh, Joel's favorite, kale. Oh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about that uh, earlier this week on WJNO. Uh, McDonald's doing something with the kale, but yeah. Well, let's yeah. stop for just for a second with that. McDonald's listens to our show. They heard us talking about kale. Obviously, I'm just putting two two together here, and they decided to put some kale, which is a 1,000 on the superfood scale, into their salads starting very soon. I don't know what their data. So obviously, they're listening to you and I. One day, I'm going to taste kale. Um, one day I'm going to sneak kale in your because I do Coca-Cola like salad. Zero there. I do like salad. Yeah, all of our salad blends at Duffy's have uh, arugula in them. Every base salad blend that we make mix is, has a, a percentage of arugula in it. I, I have to tell and you, why I, would you do that? Because you for, want everybody in the well, world to get know, healthy. Yeah, a little bit healthy, and it has a, a nice color compared to iceberg and romaine, yeah, and it and adds and a different you, flavor to it. Absolutely, you right? guys think of all this stuff. Color. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not looking at the food when I eat it. I just eat it. But I guess it does. It, it has that psychological effect on you. If you get a salad and it looks nice versus something that I would make and just throw a bunch of stuff on a plate. Yeah, they right. always say you eat with your eyes, right? Correct. Don't do that. It hurts. <laughs> Trust me on that now, one. You, you brought some of this stuff in, and, and we're going to continue talking about it. it. It looks like parsley to me. That's <laughs> to what you, it, it does. To him, it looks like parsley. That's yeah. what it looks like. Because it's green. I guess am I supposed to taste it? I think he's going to taste one. I, all right. Now, Very I good. have heard of arugula. So there's I I should get at least three points for that, right? All right, let's see. Oh my gosh! Ooh, it's got. Uh, <laughs> I didn't expect that. It's got a. Um, I guess it is a that's bitter. Called, bitter, yeah. That's called flavor. You didn't expect the flavor. But I don't like the bitter flavor. Okay. But it doesn't chef- taste like a skittle. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're eating a you're eating straight on out of your hand, right. raw, so you got to tone it down. So I'm guessing I know that Duffy's will mix it with a, a variety of greens, right? Some are what we call bitter greens. Some are what we, you see them eating it. Some are sweet greens. Some are a little neutral. When you blend them together, that's what a chef does. We taste this and taste that, blend it together to make it something wonderful. All right, you could keep the rest of the bag. I'm keeping the kale. Mm. Well, it's, well a, it's arugula. Oh, I'm keeping the arugula. I'm sure, I'm sure kale tastes a lot better. Now I'm ready to taste kale. I have fresh kale in the garden at school. I'll bring in a bundle for you next time. So, how do we use? How do you use it, at Duffy's? You have a couple of really, different. Yeah, like we we actually mix salad? it. We, every salad base we mix it in our base mm-hmm. salad uh, mixes, and also we have a uh, a steak salad, a flat iron steak salad with arugula. Um, we use some uh, blue cheese crumbles and. Um, you know, balsamic vinaigrette to cut the the bitterness, oh. add some sweetness to it. Oh. Um, Can you picture avocado. that? Avocado. So we got the steak with uh, it's probably uh, salt and pepper salt on the and outside, pepper, and uh, a beautiful choice, piece of yeah, Angus uh, cedar certified Angus beef. You know, flat iron steak. So you can imagine that flavor. Then you've got the arugula, and you just had some of that a little bit peppery. Right. The balsamic vinegar is kind of sweet and tart together. See how he blends it all together, blue and cheese. then the pungency from the blue cheese. Yep. Man, avocado, I'm ready for avocado in there it gives a little buttery creaminess. creaminess. Your fats are in there, so I don't use it in the chicken parm, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, we can if you like. At my wife's company, Garden Fresh Kitchen, when they have chicken parm, she has it's a chicken parmesan with hidden vegetables. Yeah. So we saute some red peppers, green peppers, yellow peppers, onions, basil, and a little arugula underneath it. So whoever's well, seen bring it, bring some in next time. You, you'll eat the bottom or you'll just eat the chicken on the no, top? No, I want to, I want to see how <laughs> okay. the arugula mixes in. It works well wilted. You know, wilting Love it into, it. Like, like using it for spinach, if you're sautéing spinach, it works the same way. 
All right, yeah, and uh, you know, Chef uh, Parker here was talking about some of the different things they uh, they use at, at Duffy's, and you have some uh, you have some recipes. You want to go ahead and just give us a list of the recipes? Sure, and what, what they are. I have a couple up on the website, and I was inspired by Duffy's steak salad there, so I have a steak and arugula salad recipe there. I've got a lentil and arugula salad. Uh, red lentil soup with smoked paprika. Smoked paprika is like one of the sweetheart spices right now. And uh, linguine with asparagus, bacon, and arugula. Uh, all on the website. Sounds great. Sounds you go, great. You go to chefpantone.com and you can see those. Uh, you can see the recipes for all that. But uh, uh, Chef Parker, none of the uh, none of the uh, recipes for uh, for the Duffy's uh, meals. I'm assuming on we there. post we post uh, uh, you know occasionally throughout on on newspaper media. You know, you put the actual recipes like, in yeah, there because we'll a lot of people we'll like to keep those secret. Yeah, we'll keep sauces and things like that. Oh, okay. Keep th- key things. You know under lock and file but on an iPad you know somewhere but in this business there's nothing really hidden we're going to hack into you can your find database. out you can find yeah you can find out anything culinary hackers hacking into your business. database all right uh, yeah we're going to come right back we're going to talk to chef Eric Parker he is a corporate chef with Duffy's uh, 28 restaurants and strong wouldn't be surprised if they'll get up to 35 some point soon but Real quick. maybe he maybe he could give us maybe he could give us some insight into that we'll see yeah, sure. and we're going to uh, take an email from a listener coming up soon as well we're going to eat some food and uh, just have a lot of fun it's what's cooking palm beach on wjnl Check out the all-new Duffy Sports Grill on Village Boulevard. Completely renovated with upgraded seating inside and out. And now over 90 huge True HD TVs to catch all the sports action. Check out Duffy's weekday lunch double play and enjoy a fast and tasty lunch starting at just $5.99. You pick two from a variety of savory soups, freshly prepared salads, or signature half sandwiches, all starting at just $5.99. Visit Duffy'sMVP.com to check out the weekday lunch double play. Duffy'sMVP.com for a location near you. If that sound gets your motor running, it's time for a career with a little extra horsepower. Lincoln College of Technology is now enrolling for hands-on automotive technology training. Learn the skills that can help you launch an automotive career today. Visit LincolnEDU.com. Welcome back to What's Cooking Palm Beach here on News Radio 1290 WJNO. Joel Malkin here with Chef David Pantone, Dean at Lincoln Culinary Institute. I'm Chef Eric Parker here, corporate chef for uh, uh, Duffy's uh, Sports Grill. I got to tell you, Duffy's, I remember the very first Duffy's, Eric, uh, when, when I was young and had some hair on my head. Um, <laughs> Lake Park. Lake Park. Yeah. Um, and it was right there. It's on, uh, A1A. on alternate A1A there. Uh, just just to the north of uh, North Lake Boulevard. I still live in, in the area. And, uh, you know, um, I walked in there the first time. People would talk about this place. And I got excited. I go in there, and I'm like, well, do you want a burger? That was Good, it. Because that's all we got. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not, 19, or no. 1995. 1995. Or no. It, was ni- it was a burger and yeah. potato chips. And this, was, and this was a little later. This might have been 88, 89 that I was there. So I don't know. Maybe they had a couple more things. Right. But I don't think you had fries. I think no it was fries. chips. Bad chips. 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 And I was like, okay. And then, and then the seating was weird for the time. It was you kind of had community seating. It was like benches, long benches, and you'd yep. sit there church next views. to people. They're all church views. Yeah, which is is cool. that what it was? Okay. Yeah, community yeah. seating's in again. Huh? And somewhere along the lines, this particular Duffy's, of course, closed, but. We moved it. We relocated it. You relocated it. And, and now all out of nowhere, there's 28 Duffy Sports Grills, not just in Palm Beach County, but you're up on the Treasure Coast. You're down in Broward where my family gets to go, in, you know, because for years I would tell them about Duffy's. My whole family's in Broward County. And now you're down that way. Dade and, County. Uh, are you, yeah, Dade County. You guys just taken over the state, which is a good thing. It's southeast Florida, yeah. We we and we so just, just in one, the southeast area. Southwest. We just opened our first unit in Estero, Florida, um, over yeah. uh, between Naples and Fort Myers. Uh, very successful opening in Stony Brook Golf Club. Is there's a an eighteen hole golf course there, eight thousand eighty five hundred square foot restaurant. Well, it's well, it, and that fits because and I was going to say this because when you go when you think of a sports bar, and I wouldn't I wouldn't that's why I guess you use sports grill, right? When you think of a sports bar, you think of some seedy place, you know, maybe uh, you could get some chicken wings and they're decent, <laughs> and you're sitting there and maybe they haven't dusted in ten years. <laughs> we yeah, we fight like that perception. House. We fight that perception right, all but, the time. So, because so you guys, it's, yeah, it's more of a classy atmosphere. You yeah, go in there. The green walls and uh, and and right now, really, really uh, moving tribute to uh, Paul Emmett, your uh, owner that uh, passed away recently. You walk in, I don't, at least one of my Duffies. I walked in. I think they probably all have them up there uh, with a picture of him and yeah. uh, and uh, so. But it's, it's just God a, bless it's, his soul. Yes, yeah. great yes, guy, good guy. And um, anyway, I'm just I'm I'm going on and on and on. I did want to say one thing during the break. Um, one of our uh, one of our uh, coworkers here uh, for J and O walked in and said that her dad. 
you know, loves one of your dishes. It was a shrimp dish. Shrimp Alfredo. Yeah, we have a lot of a lot of comments on all the Alfredo. And then that it has it's it's uh, it's the best he's had in twenty years or something like that. And I'm telling you about the chicken parm. How often do you hear this? The about the, dish, this the food, the food. I on my end, I hear. The, I usually hear the, get the, the bad news because really? I'm, I'm at the I'm at the front of it. But okay, every, that's you know, on the yeah, job. Yeah, but that's yeah, on the, the that's job. On the, on the job. job but, but when you're but when you're out and about and, and somebody finds out what absolutely, you do, there's all, there's somebody always love, has a favorite favorite item or a favorite Duffy's. You know, you know they like to go to North Lake rather than they go to PGA or because of the the bartender here or yeah. you know the manager at, at PGA is. is and some is, of them are just a lot bigger than others. Like right. uh, sometimes when the one on North Lake uh, by uh, 95 is. Just just jam-packed because it's not as big as the one on us1 in mm-hmm. near pga and you go to you know you go to that one and it's huge you got that big sports theater and stuff and you can usually always get right in and get a seat because there's <laughs> right. so many seats in that one but back to your question on food i mean they the people they 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 stay they usually stay on like one or two items and they always say this is my favorite item at duffy's and they go in there you know you know six seven times a year and that's all that's what they get they don't even look at the menu you know, they pick it up. Even though we have new things going all the time, you know, they, they rarely, you know, Those are loyal deviate. guests, loyal, yeah, loyal customers. Guests. We have a great MVP program that drives that loyalty. Now, um, you know, we were going to get to the email. We can hold on to the email now. I feel like maybe we should go this? into I think we're already yeah, here. Yeah, because you, you call this part of the uh, your special of the day. It's consistency in restaurants builds loyalty. Explain that. Yeah, and that's exactly why Eric Parker is here. So in a restaurant, one of the toughest things to do is have consistency, consistency in and good quality consistency, right? Poor quality is easy to be consistent at. So, <laughs> right? Good yeah. quality, high quality, high standards in service and cleanliness and cuisine and everything about it. And that's what builds customers coming back and, you know, loyal customers, loyal guests, or MVPs, as you call them at Duffy's, right? It stinks. You go to a restaurant, you have a great meal, you go back a week later with somebody else or with a friend or family or boyfriend or girlfriend. It's wrong. Service is poor. It kind of embarrasses you, right? The food's not the same as it was. Or somebody like the young lady who came in here, her father orders that same thing every time. If it's different every time, he's not going to order it anymore. Right, right. So in the kitchens, in all parts of the restaurant, the hardest thing to do is consistency. Hundreds of meals a day, day after day, sometimes seven days a week, year after year. Then you get up to like Duffy's. It's all of that plus 28 different restaurants. Right. So, it's not magic. It's not magic. It's hard every, work. every and every restaurant company has the same fight. Struggles, so, struggles with consistency. So that's what we want to talk to the listeners about today: is teach them some of our lessons and some of the ways that we do it. And it's different than in a one mom and pop restaurant versus two restaurants, three restaurants, four restaurants, twenty eight restaurants. Uh, I'm guessing that Duffy's has not magic. I don't want to use the word magic, but you have some good, you have a great plan, you have strategies, you have techniques and methods that make this happen and make it available. So you can have that shrimp parmesan or that shrimp alfredo the same all the time and the same high quality. Yeah, because we're relentless with, uh, you know, (laughs) we're relentless. relentless. I think that that's where it comes. You know, we're local and we're relentless and we can touch every restaurant within two hours. Eric Parker's magic is relentlessness. We're relentless in that, you know, it starts with the supply chain. You know, the supply chain of food is starts all the way from where the uh, claw and knuckle meat comes from, the live Maine lobster in, in Maine the or way, Canada. The, the you know? what meat? The claw and knuckle meat, say, from a lobster roll. Oh, Beginning okay, with a yeah. lobster roll, claw and knuckle, uh, right. which we have here today. Um, we brought some lobster rolls. You don't go to, to the grocery store. Each right. of your chefs don't go to grocery stores every week and buy something N- different. Yeah, we're managing that. Sure. We're managing that supply chain all the way from, from Maine to, to Florida. And, well, and the larger and, and the larger you get, and the more stores you open, the more restaurants you open, I would think that would make it even easier for you because if you had a supplier and you had three restaurants, that supplier may not, uh, and I could be wrong, but just using common sense, uh, maybe that supplier wouldn't be as in tune with providing you as you know as frequently no. as possible. Now you have twenty eight restaurants. Yeah, you swing a bigger bat, so yes. you know. But they're gonna make yeah. more money off you. Hopefully not. Hopefully it's a win win. Well, you know? because they're selling more to you is what I mean. So they're yeah. selling the twenty eight restaurants. So they're providing the twenty eight restaurants. So they're gonna you know every week or whatever, however often it is that you get that shipment twice a week, whatever right. it is, uh, they're gonna be on time and that you know and, and that service is gonna be great for you. As well, behind but the that's scenes. you know before it even gets to training, it starts there with the food. You know, we're yeah. we're 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 again we're relentless when it comes to quality of of the products that we're purchasing, whether it's certified Angus beef, you know, ground chuck, to a certified Angus beef strip steak to fresh poultry, dairy, um, and produce. You know, we have probably fifty different produce items that we buy 
Right. Or, you know, three times a week. I don't think I've ever even eaten produce. At time. <laughs> 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 we have, you know, seven know different you herbs. Haven't. We have I've seven different it. herbs in the back. I've heard of that you have yeah. salads. Yeah. I've just never. <laughs> so something cool you probably do at Duffy's, and you probably get to do it is, uh, and we did this at the Breakers. We do this all the time when you have to pick something like the lobster that you want for that lobster roll. Mm-hmm. When you have a new, ma- you'll get maybe ten or twelve different products from different companies uh, and have a. A lobster tasting. And if you love that, if, if you're into lobster, it's a pretty happy day. Absolutely. And you taste 12 different lobsters. Tough, or tough 20, job, right? And, oh, yeah. and you have to have a discriminating palate because he has to pick the one that's going to best serve Duffy's. And yeah, you know, so a lot palate. of them soak them in a brine, you know. There's there's a lot of games that they play with lobster. But, you know, yeah. at, at the end of the day, we so – you immerse we, yourself into and, it. You know, we, we seek out quality companies, first of all. We know, you know, who the, who the players yeah. are in that, that – arena whether it's again you know seafood beef poultry pork produduce and uh, we stay with those people that have done a good job over the years where do you get your chicken from for the chicken our chicken comes from from alabama it's uh it's a small little uh company called a la trade um uh, it's a you know diamond in the rough really you know nobody really uses them like the big big companies like tyson and stuff like that but they're committed to quality and we're, we're able to go there you get the chicken wings as well from there? absolutely the wings the breast meat the so tenders chicken. chicken all fresh you want to go on fresh. a field trip no, I was just curious <laughs> yeah. if it's this thing that I eat. If, if, I, if I'm not eating that, every once in a while I'll have a burger. But if I'm not having the chicken parm, I'll, you know, I'll have some wings. Like recently I had the wings, and I have to tell you the uh, naked wings is the way to go for me because I yes, like them extra crispy. Traditional way. That's the yeah. traditional way yeah. it was started. That's me as well. You we know? talked about your wings last week, and we got to the Atomic, and we decided we weren't even ready to taste yeah. it. Get it on the side. No, you put it on the side. What you do uh, is you order it naked, uh, and you put it on the side. Just put a little right. touch on there, like a little we'll eye A touch is all you need. That's, yeah. that's little, no, that, that arugula drove me nuts. I can't imagine. <laughs> Um, so you so, see how he knows everything about that chicken? Yes. He has to know everything about that for each of the products, and that's a – I don't know what your, yeah, that's your product list a couple hundred products yeah, on there. Yeah, 300, over 300 items, you know. That wow, really? Purchase. Yes. That's what a corporate chef does. You asked a little bit earlier. That's one of the things he needs to do is know all of that stuff to pick it. Sometimes you can't let everybody in the company hold hands, sing kumbaya, and pick out which lobster. And the chefs are great at, at you know, you at, your, when your it comes in the back door, you yeah. know, at, at receiving it. So, you know, after we, after we manage that supply chain all the way to Duffy's, it doesn't stop there until it hits the table. Right, right, right. So the, the lobster fishermen did well, the shippers did well, the packers did well, and then it's on your doorstep. Absolutely. You then the it. chefs, now the chefs have to do It's do in their hand job. to treat it with respect, too. That's cool. So that's the whole food part of it. Uh, so in the management style of running it, of uh, getting consistency, there's there's a f- I limited it to five different methods there. One is called do it yourself, right? You want it the same, you do it yourself every single time. If you uh, if it's a mom and pop restaurant and you're a pop or your mom and you do it the, yourself every single day, twenty four seven, seven days a week, and you want you no life the, and you want to burn you yourself <laughs> out and and, yes. and get out of the business in a couple of years, right? You can do that. Do it yourself, independent operator. And that's what you do at Duffy's? You cook all the food yourself there, Chef Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. You 20 restaurants. Yeah, all the different yeah. restaurants. Yeah, You're yeah, busy, man. Yeah, oh, I'm very busy. <laughs> <laughs> so that leads into number two, which you can't – really the answer is you can't do it all yourself, which is train and trust. Right, empower, empower our chefs. To, empower, to, empower, empower. Right. So how do you train your guys? Well, we're very fortunate, again, like I said, we're just in southeast Florida, so we're able to touch all the restaurants within two, three hours um, on a daily basis. But – uh, ideally, we bring in, which is very nice, we bring all the chefs uh, once a month at least, maybe more, feels like 15, 16 times a year to <laughs> Lincoln Culinary um, on Fridays when the schools close. It's, we have the, and it's very, um, we're very fortunate again that, that Lincoln Culinary and, and Chef Pantone, you know, provide that facility for us to train our chefs from everything, again, back to the supply chain to execution of the item to what new products we're going to use and, 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 just going over products that we've done for the past 20 years, uh, how to cook a burger, for example, how to season it properly. Uh, is the tomato uh, ripe enough to serve it, you know, or not, you know, 86 tomatoes and, you know, go to Publix and buy some tomatoes if the tomato didn't come in right or seek mm-hmm. some from your fresh local produce vendor to, uh, but, you know, we cover things um, at Lincoln Culinary from, again, from, it could be from seasoning to new items to execution. And it's, it's a great facility to have touch every single chef um, monthly at least, and, and be able to pat them on the back, tell them they did a great job, empower them to to do the right things. Yeah, as a teacher, as a college, that inspires me that you take that so seriously that you come and do it. It's great that it happens at our school, right. but I just love that you train your people like that. Not too many places do that. They'll have a webinar 
or they'll have right, uh, uh, Skype or webinar or, or videos and YouTube, uh, you know, uploads and things like that. Um, but we're fortunate to have that facility. Very fortunate. It's it's, it's um, made the difference. We think mm, um, makes me proud when you guys are there every time. Thank you. That's a great way to do it. So great training, and then you have to trust that they're going to do it. I'm sure you inspect it too. Yeah, we expect it. Yeah, you have to put systems into. Well, we place. hire great guys. I mean, and girls. I mean, we have. Um, uh, uh, so let's see, over 80 chefs. Wow. In the back of the house, you know, a, a lot of culinary graduates. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's Lincoln Culinary, whether it's uh, um, some of the other schools, but we have a lot of culinary graduates in the schools. You're doing it right, and then you have to put systems into place. Mm-hmm. So used to be the chef would have a secret recipes, right? And don't let right. anybody see that. On I don't think that on works. A piece in of paper or a <laughs> Rolodex in the office or in a binder. In a binder That's on the shelf. That's how it started, Duffy's. Right? When I first started, I said, yeah, I, I came putting in. it down. I came from that generation, too. You had a, I have my binder. I'm all set. Everything is good. You don't do 28 restaurants like that. I came in 19 years ago, and I said, well, I remember walking into the kitchen and, and community. There was a community, Duffy's on community. We moved to Villages. And I asked the guys, I said, hey, I was just hired as the chef to start at that restaurant. And then. You eventually move into the other three and oversee them. Where's the recipes? And the, the 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 girl on the line pointed over there onto a shelf. And I look at the shelf, and there was like three pieces of paper all crumbled up <laughs> on a shelf. And I just shook my head. I said, oh, my goodness, what did I get myself I into? remember that location, <laughs> too, <laughs> right? On, the community the at Military. And uh, the, you guys lasted there a while. And since then, I think there have been 15 places <laughs> have come and gone, and they can't make it work in that spot. We had, the roof was so bad. It was, it was, it was uh, you know, it was leaking all the time. We put buckets in the dining room, and we finally got that place in Village and moved it over there. So it was so you good, still good have those three pieces of paper with the recipes? I wish I did. Yeah. I wish I did have them framed. It was funny. It was funny. Uh, how do you do it now, though? Oh, good, great question. We, you know, at, as as technology has improved in over the years, it went from that piece of paper. It went to a binder. It went to lamination. It went to a computer on a desktop. Um, you know, Microsoft Word. And now we're uh, we are focused using iPads in all the kitchens. We have iPads all mm-hmm. throughout the kitchen um, with uh, execution recipes. You know, uh, processes of, of pictures throughout the stage. Mm-hmm. Say to sear a sesame crusted tuna. You know, we show you how to cut it into a saku block, meaning like a mm. square block portion, um, the loin. Um, se- you know, season it well, sesame sear it in a pan, cool it, slice it. So, you know, it must be 12 pictures just, you know, just for that process of how to execute a sesame crusted tuna on our menu. Um, but you know, right there at their station so they can look at it yeah, until they got it down. Yeah, we can go to the, our corporate office and change a recipe right after right this meeting. Network. Right after this meeting right now, you could say, uh, Eric, I don't like that tuna seasoning on there. You need to change it. And uh, I could go back now and, you know, change it in 15 minutes. And it hits all 28 restaurants right. like that. Love the technology. Wow. And then the last one we're going to talk about is the um, employees taking ownership. So right anywhere you work, if the team is half for you and half against you, it doesn't work out as well. Yeah, that's that's one one area we really I believe we excel in is the soft skills. You know, you can, you mm-hmm. can teach anybody to, to – saute a dover sole or a red snapper or or grill a piece of mahi or a burger i think those are hard skills and those those can be taught to anybody i believe Uh, really we look for people that have great soft skills and are able to um you know chefs that can empower you know all the way down to uh the busboy or dishwasher and, and hopefully bring those people through the ranks but empower them to make decisions um, the prep cooks, um, the line guys. And so the soft skills are very important to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, be able to have, you know, just empathy and, and empowerment, you know, and not really abdicate the job to them, but to, um, you know, have those soft skills, you know, praise the workers as, as you know, the, the line guys on the line. So um, it's, a, it's a delicate balance, you know, it's because it's a hard, hard thing to, to teach the mm-hmm. soft skills, but um, it's one of, our, one of our areas that we focus on. Right, and when it builds that team, each of those players knows if they don't make the right decision, if they don't do this well, if they don't take care of that guest at that moment, it's going to disappoint the whole team. So they'll do things for the team and for the restaurant. They'll take ownership in it. That's that's, that's exactly Once what we you preach. Got so, that, you know, yeah. if you have a chef that you have a, the whole team around you, front, back of the house, and that that wants you want them to see you, you know, to, they want to see you succeed and move on and, and do do other things within the company. So that's that's really what we focus on. Again, soft skills are very important. More important than hard skills to us at times. Yeah, so that's the recipe for success. Do it yourself or not. Uh, Train and trust. Put systems into place. Get your employees to take ownership. 
And um, the menu drives everything. We kind of started out with the menu driving everything, so we right. didn't go and those, in And those in courses there, that yeah. you take at uh, Lincoln <laughs> Culinary Institute there in uh, West Palm at 45th Street and uh, 95. So uh, that's, a, that's a good deal. We, we love having you here. Uh, chef Eric Parker, he's a corporate, I guess, corporate executive chef. Are you one of many in your title, or are you the guy? Well, I have uh, two guys. We work together. Um, okay. two, two guys that work together. We, you know, t- we all collaborate on things and um, you know, oversee the food and beverage for the company. Yeah, see, because he's a team guy. He couldn't even <laughs> say yes. <laughs> we give their names out. Let's give them a uh, let's Brad give them Warren, Brad Warren, and um, Dave Hill. So right. now we yeah, got some yeah. new listeners right. too. We got some new yeah, listeners yeah, to yeah. the show here. What's cooking, yeah. Palm Beach? All right, we're gonna come right back and uh, talk to you a little bit more. What's cooking at ChefPantone.com? That's P-A-N-T-O-N-E. Training in skilled trades like HVAC prepares you for careers that build America. Start now at Lincoln College of Technology at their West Palm Beach campus. You can gain technical skills and practical knowledge in refrigeration fundamentals, residential climate control, basic electricity, and more. Visit LincolnEDU.com for student consumer information and to schedule a campus tour. Lincoln College of Technology, for careers that build America. Visit lincolnedu.com today. Welcome once again to What's Cooking Palm Beach on WJNO. Joel Malkin here with Chef Dave Pantone with uh, Lincoln Culinary Institute in West Palm. Also, Chef Eric Parker, uh, one of the corporate chefs for Duffy Sports Grills. Giving, Thank you, Joel. Giving credit to uh, uh, what Brad and Dave too, right? Brad and Dave, Two yeah, awesome yeah, guys. yeah, great guys. We love them, and, and hopefully they're they're listening right now to the show. Um, and uh, somebody else who is listening to the show, we believe, because she sent in an email, is Barbara, and she's in Lantana. Uh, chef, she asks, "Can I freeze cream cheese?" Fantastic question, Barbara. Here's my smart Alec answer. Of course, you can freeze it, but the problem comes when you thaw it. Right? You can freeze right. about anything. Freeze anything. The real question is, how does it thaw? So good good for asking. Uh, there's a yes and a no there. You can freeze it and thaw it. What's going to happen is ice crystals are going to form in it. Uh, the slower that it freezes, they will um, rupture the cells and water will escape, right? So it'll be wet on the outside, which is still okay to use in some things. You can use it in a cake batter. You can use it in biscuits if you make biscuits or muffins, things like that. Anything that's really going to get creamed together and baked perfectly fine. You're not going to want to smear it on your bagel. It's going to be wet, right? If you're using it just straight from there as a dip or something, it's going to separate. It's even going to get a little bit crumbly and uh, separate the water from it. So freezes well, thaws, doesn't thaw very well. So make sure that you use it correctly after it thaws. Try to make an icing with it. It's not going to come out right. It's going to be a little gritty. You know that gritty flavor? Yeah. Chef Parker, you ever see that? Absolutely. I see it. When, I, when we freeze it at home, it uh, comes out like you said. You'll yeah, see I freeze the water. it at home too, just like so, everybody else. Yeah, the moisture yeah. leach out. Separates a little bit. Now, so you say that if you're going to use it, if you're going to smear it on bagels, which is really the only reason I use cream Of course cheese, it is. is yeah. Um, <laughs> you don't bake muffins on the weekend? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, so no for that, but you also say no for cheesecake, and I would think that cheesecake something you're going to be cooking it anyway. Yeah, f- I like my cheesecake to be silky smooth, right? Mm, no okay. crumbly, and you run the risk of getting a little bit of a grittiness to it, right? It's not sour. It's not spoiled. It's not rancid. It's none of those bad things. It's all about that texture in your mouth. Some things you want silky smooth, and some things it's going to melt out. It doesn't matter so much. Well, and then they have different types of cream cheese, too, oh. I noticed, because one time I made the mistake of buying the whipped cream cheese, and it oh, just yeah. didn't taste right to me because I'm used to the little Philly mm. cream cheese, and it's just, uh, I don't know, there's normal cream cheese. There's 50 feet of uh, Publix uh, cooler space yeah, dedicated yeah, the to cheese. cream cheeses yeah, these so days. Many you know? different, so <laughs> many different cream cheeses. Yes, you stumbled onto something really awesome there. The cream cheese that's whipped, right, has, has just air added to it. Okay, okay. so it's whipped up. So that's a cool lesson is things taste different when they're dense as opposed to when they have air incorporated into them. Check this. If you ever have a a corned beef sandwich? No. Uh, Never. No. (laughs) Not today. No? Okay. Uh, Any kind of a a lunch meat? uh, Yeah, roast beef. Roast beef, whatever. When you slice it thick, it's going to taste completely different than when you slice it paper thin and stack it up. If you slice it paper thin and smush it together, it doesn't taste the same as if it's light and airy inside. So your whole uh, palate, your olfactory system detects different flavors when it's light and airy, huh? Absolutely. You know that because you guys oh, make some yeah, hell- corned beef, some yeah, fantastic I, well, sandwiches, we, we, huh? We, we preach that all day paper, long. Paper, 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 paper thin, paper thin. And let it pile up. Mile high corned beef sandwich, something yes. like that. 
So that's what you're detecting. That's that's pretty good. You didn't know that, and now you have the knowledge. Now I know. Now and I know. now I you know the rest so of the story. The rest of the story. Uh, rest in peace, Paul Harvey. All right, so there you go. Thank you, uh, Barbara and Lantana, for asking that question. If you have uh, an email for Chef, what's cooking at chefpantone.com, P-A-N-T-O-N-E, what's cooking at chefpantone.com. All the recipes that we talk about here on the show, you can uh, see those in full at chefpantone.com and uh, a lot of other information that you hear we, uh, us talk about right here. Uh, on the show. It's What's Cooking Palm Beach. We're going to come right back and uh, uh, talk more with uh, Chef Eric Parker with Duffy's and talk about what's going on. We've got food in the news and some great events this month as well around town involving food. And that's all right after this. Check out the all-new Duffy Sports Grill on Village Boulevard. Completely renovated with upgraded seating inside and out. And now over 90 huge True HD TVs to catch all the sports action. Check out Duffy's weekday lunch double play and enjoy a fast and tasty lunch starting at just $5.99. You pick two from a variety of savory soups, freshly prepared salads, or signature half sandwiches, all starting at just $5.99. Visit Duffy'sMVP.com to check out the weekday lunch double play. Duffy'sMVP.com for a location near you. Welcome back. What's cooking Palm Beach? The noise you hear in the background is uh, Chef Pantone from Lincoln Culinary Institute uh, eating a lobster roll. Whoa, from, that was a big bite. From Duffy's. That was a big lobster. <laughs> and this is, uh, this is from Duffy's. There's one of the many uh, menu items on there on the menu that I didn't know existed <laughs> because wow. I don't eat it. But uh, it, looks, it looks good. It's, uh, what this is, is basically, a- it, it, at its core, what is a lobster roll, Chef Parker? Traditionally in New England that they serve is it's basically uh, lobster meat. Um, t- usually they'll use tail, claw, knuckle. They use the whole lobster, um, and uh, a little bit of mayonnaise, just a little bit, not a lot. Um, you could put some chive in there, Old Bay, and that's it. And they put it on a toasted New England style bun, which has with butter on each side, so it's mm-hmm. grilled on each side. And uh, that's why you'll get it up there in New England. You know, lot less, kind of lot less work than having to actually eat like you know lobster oh, on the plate yeah. and break it out of the, you know. Uh, yeah, up, this up there, this is not a fancy schmancy thing. This no. is like having a hot dog. Yeah, exactly. And the, the, well, and the bun, bun resembles it to like a thicker hot dog bun, like yeah, a little. The bun it's a bun bigger has to be one, a top loader, right? Top loader bun. At the top. Absolutely, that's what makes that's it traditional. Not one of those sideways hot dog buns. No, no way. This is traditional. We have that baked fresh daily for us uh, six days a week locally. You've got that, and then this other dish you brought here is also from Duffy's. This is from Duffy's. Yeah, this it's is our uh, sesame crusted tuna. We use a, a triple A grade um, yellowfin tuna. Uh, we That's season it, sear it, chill it, slice it, and serve it with some Asian noodles and a cucumber salad. Awesome, awesome. Uh, that's Chef uh, Eric Parker, uh, corporate chef for uh, Duffy Sports Grills. Uh, what was that? What was that commercial in Twenty Eight and Growing? What's that? What's that? What was that for? That was like a kids' commercial. I don't know, but that's what you guys have. Twenty Eight restaurants. And are, are there talks? Are, is, is anything you're allowed to talk about? Uh, yeah, we uh, we have. Um, we're opening a restaurant in um, the Orlando area. We've been focused in the Orlando area, and we're going to be opening a, a restaurant up there in uh, a little area called Waterford Lakes, um, just east of Orlando. And that's your first. T- is that the furthest north that you're going that you've gone so far? Furthest north, yep. Yeah. And then there's one uh, right after that. We're going to open on Alafaya Trail up there in Orlando as well. Wow. Two in Orlando. So, so um, pretty soon, it, you know, yeah. I love going to Orlando, but I always lose Duffy's when I go up there. So pretty soon, I'll be able to, uh, you know, still eat the good food while I'm up there as well. All right, some uh, some food events going on uh, around town. Of course, uh, you know, next Tuesday is St. Patrick's Day, so all the St. Patty's Day events are going on on the weekend. Uh, I'm actually going to be a part of one, so shameless plug, I'll, I'll mention this uh, on uh, Saturday at Abacoa Town Center in Jupiter. They call it Shamrock and Shenanigans. Uh, the only thing I'm going to be doing is basically hanging out and introducing bands. I've got a couple of uh, Irish... Uh, Celtic, Celtic bands. Celtic. You're going to eat some corned beef and cabbage? Yes, and they're going to have some corned beef and cabbage. They've got a children's area with bounce houses and, and uh, all different types of uh, Irish food. Let me ask Chef Parker, are you going to do a little bit of corned beef and oh, cabbage? We're going to do, do a tractor trailer. We'll do about 40,000 40, pounds That's of corned beef. Crazy. At Duffy's. Corned wow. beef at Duffy's Is that on per Tuesday. store? Uh, oh, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, that's yeah, amazing. Duffy's. Yeah, you guys do do some pretty big business on. Uh, yeah, that's our biggest day of the year. We have this Tuesday, uh, next Tuesday. Yes, coming Tuesday. Right. Yeah. Next Tuesday coming Tuesday up. Tuesday night, Tuesday the busiest up, yeah. day of the year. Busiest that's, day of the year. Those words in restaurant than the Super Bowl? don't go together. Busier than the Super Bowl. Seriously? Yeah, we'll have a half pound of corned beef and get Brett cabbage braised uh, for twelve ninety five, and uh, pints of Guinness for four dollars. <laughs> 
All right. Some other uh, food events going on. You, you've uh, well, West Palm Beach. We wanted to mention also give them a plug downtown. They're going to have a uh, a St. Patty's Day event as well this weekend. Uh, and you've got some some strange ones here that you yeah. Put together. You know, I like interesting. You might call it strange kind of things. So we've got one <laughs> one in uh, Oviedo, Florida. And this was the Citrus and Celery Cook-Off. That's up there near uh, Orlando. Orlando, yeah. yeah. And they also have a Chicken Chomp contest. That sounds interesting. Good luck with the celery. Is it Chicken Chomp <laughs> or Chicken Chomp? Because uh, I've been called making. a Chicken and a Chomp. <laughs> <laughs> but never a Chicken Chomp. Marathon's got, the, got a seafood festival. Yeah. That sounds exciting. And mm-hmm. how about the Gluten-Free Food Allergy Fest? There's a party for that you, That sounds Joel. exciting. <laughs> yeah. A lot of celiacs uh, I like this one just by the title. I don't know what it is. Haven't read that far. Speckled Perch Festival. I'm guessing that's a fish. Yeah. But keep reading. Okay. And parade. Oh, and parade. They so have the pa- the parade. Let's so, yeah. hey kids, let's go to the speckled. Now that's in Okeechobee. Parade. Okay, the rodeo. The there's a rodeo and a rodeo attached. Bull riding. That's a good day, man. That's a that's right downtown Florida stuff. All right. Fort Myers has the uh, shrimp festival. It's right. a party day, and then there's the um, pass the plate, the Passover cook-off. And they're going to okay. use uh, recipes from a recipe book, a cookbook, and then they're going to uh, make donations. That so sounds all cool stuff. That sounds cool. And then, of course, you you know you have your uh, your uh, green markets all over town. And what's going on over there at uh, at the school at Lincoln Culinary Institute? There's always something exciting happening at the school. We've got our community courses on Saturdays, and uh, those are where you get to come in and be a chef for a day. Uh, some of my great chef instructors will teach you classes. They're about a four-hour class on Saturdays. We have kitchen boot camp, uh, world of rices. We have basic stovetop cooking techniques, hors d'oeuvres and tasty pastries, wine pairing, gingerbread houses throughout the year, all kinds of great things. And you can find that info at? You go to lincolnculinary.com or you go to chefpantone.com, link and right you can, to the school. And you can call 1-800-TOP-CHEF. You like saying that, don't you? You had it first. 1-800-TOP-CHEF. Before there was a show, chef. you had that number. So, uh, all right, we're going to come right back and uh, wrap up uh, What's Cooking Palm Beach and uh, talk about food in the news and uh, something really cool about 3D food printing. What? That's on the way next. Get on your way to a new healthcare career with Lincoln College of Technology. Earn your associate's degree in nursing at their West Palm Beach campus. Learn the skills healthcare employers are looking for and prepare for a new career where you'll have a direct impact on patient care. Their industry contacts can help you launch a new career after graduation. Visit LincolnEDU.com today for student consumer information and to schedule a campus tour. LincolnEDU.com, student-centered training for careers that build America. Check out the all-new Duffy Sports Grill on Village Boulevard. Completely renovated with upgraded seating inside and out. And now over 90 huge True HD TVs to catch all the sports action. Check out Duffy's weekday lunch double play and enjoy a fast and tasty lunch starting at just $5.99. You pick two from a variety of savory soups, freshly prepared salads, or signature half sandwiches, all starting at just $5.99. Visit Duffy'sMVP.com to check out the weekday lunch double play. Duffy'sMVP.com for a location near you. Welcome back once again. What's Cooking Palm Beach is on News Radio 1290 WJNO every Saturday at 1 o'clock. And uh, food in the news is going on as we sit here with Chef, Chef David Pantone, Lincoln Culinary Institute, the dean over there, and uh, Chef Eric Parker, corporate chef for Duffy Sports Grills. Uh, and uh, what is going on here, uh, Chef Pantone, the 3D printing of live food? How is this even possible? I, I, I don't know how to do it for that, for starters, but I watched a video on YouTube, and this was a scientist from Holland, right? So 3D printing is all the buzz. I personally don't know what I'm going to make 3D printing myself yet, whether it's going to be uh, these headphones or this young lady figured out how to make food through it. So, so they're doing food. They've been playing with that at Cornell University, a couple of different places. This young lady's making live food. So you get the special kind of printers. She put in uh, a cracker kind of a mix of flour, eggs, butter, whatever. And then she also put in seeds, real seeds to herbs. And when you print it out, uh, you keep it in a cool place. And about three days later, those seeds start to sprout. And then your salad grows inside of this cracker. So the cracker puffs up and has these holes in it, and the herbs were growing out of it. Mm. And they showed a, like a ta- time-lapse time lapse, uh, mm. movie of it, and you could actually see it grow. Then she sprinkles a little salad dressing on top of it, and you have a, a salad that was grown right in front of you watching it like that. 
and yeah. this is, she's just playing, right? She's just figuring out what to do, how to do. But I think our food supply is going to have a, a, a new uh, sweetheart and exciting things, especially a, a certain cutting-edge type of cuisine of live food being printed out in front of you, and then you can eat it there. There's companies, there's firms doing uh, making molds for foods. Like yeah. so, they'll make a, they'll do a 3D printing for a popsicle mold or a, yeah, a, you know, a lollipop cool. mold. So you can mold, you know, use that to mold your hard candy or chocolates into a mold. So and a custom amazing. mold of whatever you want. The Duffy's right. logo, Absolutely. Chef Pantone's face. No, maybe not. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so the, just the technology. You know how I love technology. When you can mix technology and food and still come up with something pure. Not by adding chemicals and all that. I just think that's awesome. That's the future of food. 3D printing. I saw a, and I think it was just probably a joke, but on Facebook, you know, they have the memes with the the, the pictures and then something cutesy written and something about uh, that the company that makes this specific 3D printer is uh, telling its users not to make 3D printers out of it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so, don't. so what happens when people start using 3D printers to make 3D that printers and you don't have to buy them anymore? <laughs> that could rip a hole in the time-space yeah. continuum or something like that. Uh, and, and and we were talking about something with McDonald's, and they're, they're trying to incorporate uh, kale into their menus, and they're looking into that. We don't have all the specifics on that. but uh, That was just great news I heard this week. Yeah, uh, they're not going to make a kale burger, I don't believe. No, but they, they recognize that a certain percentage, percentage of the population is looking for a little something healthy. They're going to put some kale into their salad green mix. Now, grab those things. What's not healthy, um, you were talking, I believe it was last week, about uh, about different things. Uh, well, you were talking about the pre- the uh, uh, pickle uh, pops. Pickle popsicle. And you didn't bring those in, but it looks like you brought in some pickle mints. I will not be putting that. I already did the arugula. <laughs> not doing the pickle mint. Only but, one uh, adventure yeah, we, one adventure per week. We, we could serve those at Duffy's when you walk out the door. <laughs> now we have, you we, probably could. We have, while he's trying to get that open, which is taking an awful long time. There we go. There's also bacon yeah. candy here, and I think I will try the bacon candy. Pop Rocks. Those it's, are the Pop Rocks when we were like a kid. It's like, But it's not Pop Rocks brand, right? It's, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, it's not Pop Rocks brand. not that brand. But it's its own brand or whatever it is, but Pop Rocks sizzling bacon candy. So let's Oh man, I'm a little nervous. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little more nervous with this than the arugula. All right, here you we go. You know, I have a I bunch of sayings morning. and mottos. And Doesn't one go is, well with coffee. If little kids can eat it, we shouldn't be afraid of it. Right. It's sweet and yet bacony. Yeah, and is bacony a word? It is no. Yeah. It's not the poppiest pop rocks I ever had, but it's really smoky. And um, I tried on a burger at Duffy's. You're going to try it on yeah, a burger, yeah, Duffy's? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it first <laughs> right here. It didn't pop on my. I don't know what they're not the poppiest poppers. Actually, stale. Yeah, stale pop rocks. They're weird. They're okay. I'm okay yeah. with weird. I'm okay with weird. I want you to try new things. I'm just afraid I'm gonna. There. I got a little soda here. I don't want to join uh, Mikey oh, from the life. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm not that trying could be to be like Altoids. Do pop rocks in your soda? Could be like Altoids and diet soda. <laughs> Explode in your mouth. All right, uh, Chef Parker. We appreciate having you here from Duffy's. Thank you, Joel. Thank you for having us. And uh, you can always go to what? Duffy's? Duffy'sMVP.com. No, I've got the MVP, MVP card myself. Yeah, good. Um, and uh, Chef Pantone, thanks for joining us again for your in your What's Cooking kitchen. Um, join us next week when the Chef's Daily Special will be. The name of the show is Pasta is King. That sounds more more like it for me. So I'm, I'll make I'm you some nice definitely, pasta. Definitely getting, re- getting ready for this one. So we'll have uh, What's Cooking Palm Beach again next week. In the meantime, What's Cooking at ChefPantone.com or ChefPantone.com to check out anything uh, regarding this show. You can go right online. We appreciate you joining us today. You've been listening to What's Cooking Palm Beach with Chef David Pantone, Dean of the Lincoln Culinary Institute in West Palm Beach. Tune in and find out what's cooking Saturdays from 1 till 2 p.m. on News Radio 1290 WJNO. If you have any questions or ideas on a topic, please email what's cooking at chefpantone.com. That's P A N T O N E.com. What's Cooking Palm Beach is presented by Lincoln Culinary Institute, a division of Lincoln College of Technology, and sponsored in part by Duffy's Sports Grill. Visit Duffy's MVP.com for a location near you.